Stand clear. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. I'm your man, Platano Man, aka Juan Ayala, for those that know me, and welcome to the Juan Ayala Show. For everybody tuning in right now, from my house to yours, everybody worldwide, I just want to give you guys a big dímelo, que lo que es, apase, que volá, cosas que, konnichiwa, año ni hao, brivet, shalom, wagwan, benvin, dumuli, shani, and what's poppin'? We in the building, ladies and gentlemen, with none other than 2.9 million streams on Spotify right now, 6 million views on YouTube right now, now for her hit i'ma go crazy she's on amazon prime right now people all right you can catch her on all platforms she is starring in ring of silence and has two more movies dropping okay so look out for turn the cheek and the trailer for price of love is crazy if you guys haven't seen the trailer for price of love it looks like michael bay directed it, it looks crazy <laughs> It looks crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of Nisha Nishay Enterprise LLC. <laughs> <laughs> Nisha Nishay. What's up, what's up? We in the building, house, you know, whatever we want to call it. Quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how do you manage to balance all of the acting and the music? You, you're, I was thinking about your career. 28 million views right now on all... All, all platforms right now like that you're busy yeah i think that at first when i was worried about whether or not i'd be able to juggle so many different things on my plate but you know i found my i found my my wave i figured out how to do everything smoothly without feeling stressed out and overwhelmed about things so you know it's just about me making sure i eat right keeping good people around me you know trying to be as organized as possible um and the views, you know, that's like, it blows my mind. The So many views blows my mind, really. I just keep trying to run them up. We trying to run them up. I'm going to go crazy. Just went over 6 million views on the video on YouTube. That's crazy. And it's all over yeah, it's TikTok, like, too. Yeah, yeah. That TikTok oh, junk was man. crazy because I didn't even know about TikTok until I saw those videos. Same. That shit just came out of nowhere like Corona. It's like yeah. one day it wasn't there <laughs> and now everybody's got it. And I'm like, damn, yo. Out of yo. nowhere like Corona <laughs> with the bars. Bars. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> but um, that's so. How are you eating healthy nowadays? Because I know like everybody's stocking up on like canned foods. It's hard yeah. to hold on to produce, especially strawberries. I bought strawberries the other day. That was a mistake. Them shits went bad before I even so left the fast. supermarket. That's crazy. I, honestly, um, when I first when I first started doing the music, I was eating meat. Something made me want to uh, transition to vegetarian, vegan. So I did that for about a year. You know, and I was like on and off, like I had my struggles here and there. But when I did stop eating meat, I felt so much better. My skin was better. I had more energy to do things. My emotions felt more under control. Like, but, you know, I'm back eating meat. I didn't relapse. Steak and lamb chops again. <laughs> like, you know. Hey, you but, can never go wrong with steak and lamb chops. Is that what man, made you cave in? What was it? What was yeah, the guilty pleasure that you was, was just like? Benny Hanna's. Benny Hanna's, wow. <laughs> you saw that shrimp flipping and then you was like, nah, yeah. hold up. 
just like, throw one on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody was like, Nisha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how everybody felt. Everybody felt betrayed when I went back to eat meat. Like, but, you know, one day I'll stop again. One day. Is that where you're going after everything reopens, Benihana's? Maybe no, probably that's well might not be the first place I go. They're gonna have to clean up in there. Yo, but. for real though. <laughs> yo, for real. They're gonna have to lice on everything, yo. <laughs> Every spatula better be dipped in Clorox. Said, Man, that's so funny. <laughs> that's crazy. So how have you been being creative while you're like indoors? Are you like writing in a journal? Are you on your phone using like your memos? Do you like email yourself? Like what do you do? I just set up my home studio. Nice. You know, it's not the most extravagant studio or anything, but it gets the job done. I get to, you know, lay my ideas down and I know how to record myself. So I'm always writing. Unfortunately, it has came to my phone most of the time, but I have a notepad right here. I love to write in my notepad. You know, as long as I'm jotting my idea down before it leaves my mind, we're good. Right, right, right. You know? But yeah, I'm always being creative. I'm always writing, trying to record new music i'm doing features right now still you know the work can never stop so who do we have the pleasure of seeing you featured on next i know you've worked with french montana you've uh worked along on the same stage as juice world rest in peace and you've worked with big sean which we'll get to in a minute who do i have features coming up with now um uh yeah we're waiting on that french montana song it was so fire but um i haven't really been working on i got oh i got a feature with cash doll coming up Fire. but i've really been just focusing on building my own personal catalog i do have a couple new features i just dropped with some artists um a new song called pressure um i just dropped a song with my homegirl yaya flawless um called wildlife um oh 550 from atlanta there's we just did a song called times okay um those all have videos too. Those are fire. I just um, I'm focused right now. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, you know, with the music stuff. Like people trying to hold me up and everything. But I just I just keep trying to create music and you know put out high quality content and build with the fans that I do have until all this stuff behind the scenes is over with. So. You and know, how are you keeping how are you keeping that quality in check? Are you engineering your own sessions at, at home? Are you mixing and mastering? Do you know how to engineer to an extent or you still got to send it out to producers and they send it back to you? No, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely send it to someone, you know, I work with to get it mixed or mastered. I just started recording at the house and my quality stays high. Well, my quality has upgraded so much in the last year. Like I, it's just. I stay working with the same team, keep the same people around me, and they make sure everything sounds A1. Yo, for real. That's popping. That's good to hear. That's that, And I'm glad to know that throughout this disaster, we're still going to get some fire coming out of this after yeah. it's all said and done, and everybody Absolutely. gets to go back outside. Like, that's amazing. So how how did you meet French Montana? Um, I met him in the studio, actually. Um, I did a record in the studio, and his team heard about the record, so he redid the song and made it his own. And he wanted me to hear it. So when we were in, was it, it was L.A.? Oh, I was in New York. And um, I pulled up on him. And <laughs> That's how you know you'd be studio. busy. You don't even know where you'd be at. Yeah, I'd You're like Biden right like, now. Where am I? I don't know. Like, what city? What yeah. city were we in? But 
when I met when I met him in the studio, um, Chris Brown was there. It was a dope experience. They had a show that night, so they left me in the studio to go do their show to record. Hold on. And so you were just hanging out in the studio, minding your yeah. own business with French Montana, and Chris Brown just shows up. Yeah. What? He, he was in there dancing and you know, doing his <laughs> own thing. It was wild. <laughs> it was wild. It was a great experience, though. And um, French is cool, too. He's like my big bro. So. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So were you nervous? Like, did you not want to, like, embarrass yourself, say anything wrong? Like... I was so I was so nervous. I couldn't even believe I was wearing what I was wearing. <laughs> like I was so nervous. Were you like underdressed or overdressed? Overdressed. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you go overdressed. You had on, like a church studio. outfit around Chris Brown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. I was, nah. It was. It was. Yeah. I probably could have picked a more chill fit, but it was. I feel cool, you. Though. I feel you. So. Well, it's good to know that at least you left the house. Knowing that she wanted to be professional, yeah, so that's no, good. I, yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good to know. That's what's up. <laughs> so, all right. So you're you started off your studio, right? You have yep. uh, the best case scenario for you to conduct your creativity while you're just stuck at home. What else are you doing to kill the time? Like, are you reading anything right now? I love to read books. I haven't picked up the book that I was reading in actually like a couple months for whatever reason. I'm neglecting it. But I do read up a lot on the internet just about everything that I'm doing. I'm reading about 5G. Um, you know. <laughs> oh, you're, one of, you're one of the... My bad. No, I'm just saying, like, you're one of the 5Gers. <laughs> the 5Gers, to me, are like the new flat earthers. But, I mean, go on. I mean... Yeah, no. I'm an old flat earther or whatever. But, like, I've, just, I've, I've only been reading up on it, though. Like, that's it. Like, I don't really believe the conspiracy too much. I just kind of right. been minding my business and making sure that me and my friends are staying healthy but i'm i'm really into reading i kill my time by just playing with my dog and you know promoting myself online i feel like the you know you can't go wrong with promoting yourself and marketing yourself and i've been trying to write down ideas to continue building my brand and uh innovatively connect with my fans you know i don't want them to feel like you know for in like 2018 i had it wasn't really a break I took, mm. it was just more like, it was it too much for you at the time. As in, it wasn't as intense as it was when I first started just for like that period of time. And I don't know. I feel like I owe them a little bit of an explanation as to why, you know, whatever I, things went the way they did, but I didn't, they still love me and I'm still popping. And a lot of artists fall off when they take those little, you know, moment breaks or whatever. So so that's why I, wh- what I do you think what do you think led you to get to go into that hiatus i mean obviously like self-care is super important and yeah. you felt like you needed that that like fresh mm-hmm. and breath air so like what what got you to that point where you were just like you know what i just need like a a, a self-cation right now realizing that i didn't understand like the whole business that i was getting myself into it was a lot of things just coming out of the works that were overwhelming for me that I felt like I needed to sit back and you know just analyze I needed to figure out what what where I, what I got myself into you know what's my next move and how I'm going to continue to be myself and do music and be the artist I want to be while I'm learning the business that I'm in there's no way that I can conduct myself properly if I don't know what I'm doing so right now that Especially I'm if you're not, not getting the right information about who's going to be at that studio that night before you leave right. the house. 
Right. Yeah, so. Wow. I don't know. I just, um, now that I'm back and I'm in motion, I feel like I'm woke. I'm more woke now than I've ever been. I'm more knowledgeable. I know what I do and don't want. So I can speak up more for myself and I can tell my ideas more and be more involved, which were all things that I weren't, I wasn't doing prior to now. So, you know, I'm in a great position. Right. Independent. That's amazing. That's amazing. And, and it's crazy because like when you describe what you were going through, it sounds torturous, especially like when you're trying to get your creativity out and you're in a studio and then there's just like a bunch of cucks giving off their opinions on how you should conduct your music and create Mm -hmm. your own stuff. And it's just like, it gets annoying after a while. Yeah, it does. It does. And you have to, but you have to put your foot down you know what I'm saying? That you either gonna stand for something or fall for everything or whatever the saying is. But I wasn't for the other I wasn't for the other half. I'm for what I stand for and, I feel and it's you. always been been being myself, so Yo, you, you know, gotta be. You gotta be. So sure. so from when it when it's recorded and then it leaves the engineer's hands and before it gets to your fans, who do you let listen to your music to like catch a vibe from? My friends. Okay. You got your my own little friends. close yeah. friends that you play it for. My circle's okay. small, and my friends will be honest with me, and you know I could tell whether or not it's like a vibe or not through them. So, mm. but I feel like I don't know. I just feel like even if they told you otherwise, you you would still rock with your opinion, right? Unless it was just yep. like right. Yep, I'm a, I'm a Gemini. I go with whatever. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Whatever I'm, I'm thinking is gonna be like. Sometimes I am like very indecisive though. I can't, hmm. I can't lie about that. And then how is it when it comes to like performing live shows? Because I've seen a lot of clips on your social media of you bodying like large crowds. Like how yeah. was that at first? Nerve wracking. I never realized how nervous I was to perform until I got more comfortable performing, and then. You know, my comfortability came from just learning from watching Big Sean perform on tour. I mm. really was just studying him and, you know, his energy and what he did before the shows and performing. And so it's easier for me to perform in front of thousands of people than it is to perform in front of a couple. You right. Know? This is more personal when it's only like three or four people looking at you. <laughs> but, you feel those eyes on you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's always been amazing. Like sixteen cities, every city loved me. They were they wow. were lit. You know what I'm saying? So, was it I exhausting going through sixteen cities back to back? It was. I think it's more exhausting for older people. Mm. But when you're young and you know you're youthful, it's you exciting. Eat, yeah, eat right and you're good. Was it possible to eat right and like keep it consistent on the road? Because I I can't see a lot of vegan spots when you're traveling. Yeah, it can it can get really difficult to be to hold a diet or whatever you are trying to do specifically while you're on the road, but you try your best. Try your best <laughs> to eat good. There was a spot I seen that you posted at uh, St. Andrews Hall, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. T- tell me about that. That crowd looked lit. St. Andrews was with Cash Doll. Shout out to Cash Doll for having That's me awesome. at that event. That was super lit. That was super lit. Detroit how is it like me. hanging out with these people? Like how like how are Big Sean's parties? Um, never been to Big Sean's party before. <laughs> uh, his I know that his studio sessions are lit. Okay, that's so, what's up. 
How, is it like a is there like a whole like chimney in there? Are they just like drinking? Like what's the vibe like? It's um, it's really clean. Okay. Um, you got to wear your socks. I actually got my socks on right now that he <laughs> gave me. Um, right, because I assume he has like specific requirements, right? Yeah, yeah. They eat vegan popcorn there. Oh, vegan popcorn isn't? Yeah. Is wait. Isn't popcorn already vegan? I don't know. The popcorn was called skinny popcorn. <laughs> Maybe pop is popcorn vegan. I'm I mean, I bet I'm sure Big Sean has his own type of special vegan popcorn <laughs> right. somewhere. He even has his yeah. own like selection of vegan vegetables that we don't even know about. Yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> the vibes were great. It was just studio vibes, you know. You okay. create in there. That's amazing. what's up. All right, dope, dope, dope. So nothing too crazy at a Big Sean studio. I wouldn't expect like Matt Blunt Tyler to be passed the around. Tyler was there. Tyler was there. Yeah. That's dope. Damn. Janae so you must have met a in. lot of people. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. So tell me about it. So Janae walked in. Tyler's there. Yeah, You're properly just, dressed now. <laughs> yes, I am. I was actually properly dressed at this time. And Big Sean, you know, we talked about a lot of things. He gave me some advice. Tyler's funny as hell. They were in there just coming up with ideas and stemming songs and stuff. So I just kind of sat in there and, you know, caught the vibe or whatever. That's L. What kind of advice did he give you? Follow my own instincts. He told me to read a book also that I have yet to read. Um, he said don't do things that don't sit right with, like, you know, that inner feeling that inner gut feeling so mm. since then i've always tried to just listen to myself before i let others opinions determine my decisions um and you know obviously he gave me a lot of uh insight when i went on tour with him just being able to watch him and you know pay attention to how he moves when he's on tour and how he conducts himself with his fans like i learned a lot like you know, the importance of sticking around and taking pictures with your fans, even when you're tired, you know, because it can get really aggravating to take thousands of pictures and stuff. But you just never know, you know, whose day it could make or whose life it could change. And right. So, yeah. Or which random that. person it like could post that hug of you and then it'll go viral, you know? Right. Yeah. You just never know. Like, it's It's true. Mm -hmm. damn but especially after like performing an entire show like you're so tired you're so exhausted like yeah. how do you motivate yourself to stay after like all those pictures because i could see how like celebrities could be snooty after like they just finished their shift when you realize like you know you're doing it because you love it not it's not like a job obviously like when you're at work at wendy's or something for 12 hours and you got to keep being nice and smiling to customers Right. It's like, you know, I got to do this. It's my job. But when you're an artist and you know that you're doing this for the people, you know, that, that keeps me motivated. I don't want to rub bad energy off on people. I don't want to I don't want them to have a bad impression of me or feel like I'm snobby or anything like that. Like I try to be, you know, as nice and understanding and, you know, encouraging as I can be to my fans. I want them to always remember me. For the person that, like, told you to get up and get it. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. 
So how did you get in this uh, circle of, uh, of friends that you have now? Well, Janae Eichel just popping into studio sessions. Tyler just hanging out there eating vegan popcorn. Big right. Sean, like, constantly revolving around you. Like, how, how did you meet Big Sean? I was signed to an independent label. Um, and, you know, and then I ended up with the deal with Rock Nation. And, you know, they correlated that and put that together. So I, that's when I met him was at his studio in his house. And then we did the tour and all that. So mm. since then, we've done like, you know, the Detroit um, on the corner events and the turkey drives and stuff like that. Like we still link up and see each other. So hopefully when all this is over, you know, we'll be able to do some music or something or, you know. We have yeah. songs out. We just haven't released them. I don't think that. Okay. I just, I don't know if they're the ones. We got to <laughs> do some more music. Okay, I feel you. But for right now, there's definitely uh, Nisha Nishé and Big Sean tracks somewhere yeah. that haven't oh, yeah. been leaked yet. In the, in the vault. vault. <laughs> okay, that's good to know. And I'm definitely looking forward to those. That's, that's popping. That's hot. Thank you. Thank you. Damn, they're not ready for those. That's crazy. No, they're not. Do you haven't even <laughs> released your your French Montana project yet? Yeah, that's his that's his record. So you know they were supposed to be putting it on a, a GTA last year or something like that. I don't know what happened with it, but I'm sure he's gonna put it out. It's a banger. It's a hit. Yo, that will be so. Yo, I've always wanted to be like that radio personality in GTA because like once you're in that game's radio station, every time you play the game, you're in the game. Yeah. On on loop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's like the best thing that could happen to any it, artist. Yes, yeah, adult placement to have for sure. Yeah, absolutely, that's crazy. So you have all these projects in the works while other people are slacking, getting fat, <laughs> losing their summer body, not putting out any projects, and that that's a blessing. I see that you like really hustling hard and you're really working for this, and I commend yeah. you on that because it's a lot of lazy artists out there. Thank you. You know, <laughs> there's there's people that aren't going to take the time to record themselves like me or you are doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I definitely do. I was telling my friend that the other day. I'm like, you know, you're 10 steps ahead if you're even doing like the littlest thing because there's so many people who are just not doing anything right now. Right. Like nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you're literally 10 steps ahead. It's literally yeah. like you and a handful of people and Tory Lanez on Instagram right now. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, literally every time I go on IG, everybody is on their live right now. Like every yeah. individual like artist is now their own channel basically at this point. They replaced TV. Yeah, it's crazy. And then here I go scrolling through them all like what I'm going to watch today like Who's who's entertaining for you? Maybe you could put us on to stuff that we're not even watching on live. I have been watching the Tory Lanes here and there. Um Miley Cyrus has been going live a lot. Okay. I was watching Timbaland and uh, um, um, Timbaland and Swiss Beats. They they're doing the they were doing the battle thing. Um, That's crazy. T-Pain. Yeah, I saw the T Pain and Little John one. Yeah, yeah. That was funny. I've, just, I've been trying to catch the music stuff. I'm trying to catch the classic stuff that you know you'll never see again. Right, type right, situation. right. Hell yeah, that <laughs> RZA and Premier battle was crazy. Oh, man, I missed that. I gotta. Oh. oh my god, that was crazy. I missed that. We gotta see it. Yeah, it was better than the battle between um, Lizzo and Diddy. So, how are Bruh. you doing with? Um, I saw that. That was so funny. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> Is it yo? You know what's crazy? Is a lot of people at the same time while like others are progressing and flourishing in a time like this. There's a lot of people catching L's, like major yeah. L's. Oh yeah. 
Don't even get me yeah, started yeah. on that Tarzan thing <laughs> that what's her name was talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, I missed that. Yeah, uh, Bad Barbie, who I'm not even going to get into oh. detail about. Was oh, I, did, I, did, I didn't rant. miss that. I didn't miss that. <laughs> I, miss, I really don't miss anything really i just like i just have to remember my catalog of things that i've seen through the day and yeah that's crazy right see and that's good to know that people are still being consistent with like entertainment at least there's constant new stuff like always coming out the baby's about yeah. to drop a new album you know yeah, what i mean mm -hmm. like bad bunny Blame and j balvin dropped like mm -hmm. yeah. um what what other what albums are you listening to right now um, Kalani's new album, I love it. I'm obsessed. Um, who just dropped? Who just dropped the new album that I downloaded? I posted on my story. Oh, I'm I'm on the new Jeezy album. He just dropped not too long. Yeah, that was popping. That was um, popping. Dang, I can't even remember what I've downloaded recently. Uh, <laughs> I really listen to a lot of myself. How do you feel about um working more now towards your streams, which you obviously have no issue with? Yeah. Uh, as opposed to doing live performances, now that uh, I heard uh, Dr. Fauci say something like concerts might be banned to like fall 2021. Oh my gosh. Yeah, like that's taking a lot of money out of artists who only depend on live on. events and concerts that get paid more from those and from their actual label and music. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, I do. Um, you know, I think with this whole industry thing and the music and how it works you know it's really just like you just gotta go you just gotta keep going put your foot on the gas and push and push and push and whatever is meant to catch on fire and blow will do that you know as long as you know you just stand behind it the whole right. i was talking to my friend the other day about artists making music monetary revenue through the music stuff and i'm just like um you know Diddy, Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, um, who else did I say? Jay-Z. I was just naming off all the big artists who have Rick Ross, DJ Khaled, opened different streams of revenue for themselves because, not because I'm saying, oh, there's not enough music in the industry to survive, but however, you know, it's hard to make right. a lot of money in the music industry when you're just an artist, like, if you're solely just an artist and you're not doing anything else, you know, you gotta have a different stream of income. You have to come up with another Absolutely. way. Absolutely. Whether it be acting or, you know, your own business or whatever it might be. Label, your own label. I'm focused on that. I'm focused on creating new streams of income. I need seven of them. I don't want to just be an artist. I'm an actress as well. Right. You know what I'm saying? I have a whole bunch of ideas. I have a lot of music that I can, um, people can buy from me. I can write songs for people. Like, you know, the opportunities are endless. So I'm not really concerned too much about me making money off streams or like, and then the shows, I love performing. It's probably going to make me super sad not to be able to perform for that long if that is the case. But, you know, right. seeing as how everyone's evolving, we'll find a way somehow to perform. Yeah, where there's a will, there's a way. Like, even if you guys have to just start charging for like online streams, like at this point, I feel like, yeah. like, uh, I feel like, yo, honestly, you know how like 
people would should just do like virtual concerts, honestly, and just pay f- yeah. for people to watch the streams. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every mm-hmm. artist should just like band together and just take only fans away from the thoughts and then use it as a platform for people to just charge to watch them perform because that's what they yeah. doing anyway, right? Genius. You feel me? Yeah. Because okay. I feel like I was I was joking the other day with wifey and i'm like yo what if i put my podcast on OnlyFans? i get more money off of that than on youtube mm. because people would just pay to watch my podcast directly instead yeah. of me waiting okay. for a youtube check yeah that gets chopped you can, down you can even put exclusives on there like just certain parts of the interview that people wouldn't see on youtube they have to go see on OnlyFans. like right you get you get what i'm saying yeah fire it don't have to be porn Cause I'm tired of seeing butt everywhere on my <laughs> and dildos Yo. going in people and all that stuff. Like every time I get on the internet, that's all I see and I'm over it. Yeah, no, at this point I gotta just throw my whole phone in the trash every time I open Twitter. Like my timeline is ridiculous. Like I could have <laughs> opened Twitter in public before, I definitely can't now. Like it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. And you can't unsee <laughs> anything. Like once you see something, you can't unsee it. So Yeah, like, nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's crazy, yo. But yeah, no, there's definitely got to be like other streams of of income. This is what this is what defines you as an artist and not just a musician. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Like this is what 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 show what proves to other people that you know how to literally create anything. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm sure you're sitting on like a couple scripts right now for like other movies that you haven't even like began to work on now because of these conditions. Like, uh, I wish I any- was. <laughs> what happened? I said, I wish I was. <laughs> Are you trying and to, I like, see. work on anything else? Like, I mean, you're on Amazon Prime right now. Yes. You feel me? You got two other movies ready to drop, right? Are they, are they going to, do you know when they're going to drop? After this? During this? While everybody's inside? Well, I keep hearing they're going to drop, you know, like, around the summer, May, June, July-ish type time. Um, but recently, my record, Double Up, is in the new movie on Netflix, Coffee and Kareem. Nice. Nice. Everybody go check that out. Yeah, everybody make sure they go check out that movie and then download the record when they (laughs) when they see it. Um, (laughs) Do you play that part back? Every time like they play like your music and coffee and cream, you're like, oh, there's a part. Yeah, I um when I even when I listened to it, I played it back like five six times. Had to make sure that was me. (laughs) How did you feel when you first heard it when you were watching it on the on Netflix? I was dozing off a little bit because it was taking so long. But when it got to that part, I woke right up and I was like, oh, I was screaming and everything. Said, I couldn't believe I didn't catch it on camera. So wow. I just got to get I got to get better at catching those moments of my life. But yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. amazing. Yeah, that's amazing. I couldn't picture like hearing myself like on like Netflix like that, like in the background of some show. That's so dope. Yeah. Did you get that through like some other agency or that's just like the people that you've been working with? Uh, the guy that produced the record set that up, I believe. Nice. Got to get back yeah. in the studio shout with him, right? To, uh, <laughs> shout out to Slate for producing that record. Okay, Slate, we see you. <laughs> Booking Netflix music. All right. Yeah, big That's moves. what's up. That's what's up. Next, we got to get you in the next Grand Theft Auto, right? They just, talk, <laughs> they just dropped like a rumor that they're ready to drop the next one soon. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So we got to, like, find a way to set up a meeting with Rockstar and, like, make this shit happen. 
Yeah, we do. I mean, you know what? I feel like, honestly, after this, I feel like there's going to be so many opportunities available. Just looking at the cup half full because of how many people are gone, you know? Rest yeah. in peace. Um, but there's just going to be so many spaces to fill after this that I feel like even the most underqualified person is going to be able to achieve literally the highest paying job now because they don't have those people anymore that they need to keep it running. Yeah, I did see that they are looking for people to like fill job spots. So, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't feel like the economy is going to be that like, yeah, it's bad now, but when things get up and running, there's definitely going to be a lot of jobs available. So Mm -hmm. there's at least that to look forward to, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. um, I got stimulated yesterday. Did you yeah. get stimulated? I'm waiting on, my, I'm waiting on the stimulation. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, but no, I really am waiting on that. Like, whenever it comes through. I feel you. I feel you. A couple people are. It was just so random to me. I was like, oh, this racist bastard did something. Wow, that was so crazy. <laughs> um, but then it's just like, all right, well, I guess I'll just sit on it because I'm not going outside anyway. So, right. Uh, unless I actually just bought something on Amazon. I ain't gonna front. I, I went on Amazon and I was like, all right, let me just get a couple of things. <laughs> just a couple of things. <laughs> just a couple of things. <laughs> Check my account. It's gone already. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's how it happens, yo. You are fashion over for two seconds. And next thing you know, yeah. you're like, damn, Old how much is in my car? Full. <laughs> that's so funny so alright aside from everything else uh, is there an album that we have uh, to look forward to or is there a mixtape uh, aside from all these other projects that you're involved with with all these various talented artists I have a lot of new music coming out people better stay tuned cause I'm about to flood I'm about to flood we all locked in the house well you know I'm about to give it to them like heat like <laughs> I might not put it in project form or album form just yet and I only say that because like you know like I said I'm going through this court stuff and all this stuff going on behind the scenes so I'm not really in the complete headspace to be able to create the album of my dreams the first album of my dreams you know so if I do drop a project it might be like a little three song project maybe eight or something short but yeah I got a lot of new music I've been working like that's one thing I have been doing is recording a lot Nice. Who do you look for for inspiration when recording all these? Um, I look to my main inspiration. I'm gonna have to say is probably like Rihanna. Like okay. that's when it comes to like the sound and like the emotion and the harsh, the roughness of her voice, you know. But I love Missy, Beyonce, um, and and problematic Chris Brown. question. Problematic question. Amongst those three, who do you think is better? Amongst who? Missy Elliott, Beyonce, and Rihanna. Missy, Beyonce. Missy. Ooh. I love Beyonce so much. She she is the queen. You know what I'm saying? Missy just writes like crazy. And her metaphors and, you know... I don't even like saying somebody's the best. They're all amazing. Right, 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 right. Of course, of course. They open the doors for me, um, and I am inspired by all three of them. I just, I find more inspiration from Missy's bounce and her energy and her videos and her flows, you know what I'm saying? Her style is just, you know, it stands out more to me. Yeah. Shout out to Beyonce. (laughs) Shout out to Beyonce. Shout out to the Beehive. Don't sting us up for that. 
Shout out to uh, Rihanna. Shout out to the Navy. And yes, of course. Yes. Shout out to the the queen, the god, Missy Elliott, the legend. I grew yes. up listening to Missy, so I could totally relate. That would have been my answer, honestly, too. Um, Missy's just popping. And I feel like she's she doesn't get enough credit as a rapper. Like, I was she's just about just, to say that. Her bars are crazy. Her delivery mm-hmm. speed is like of like that level of Buster Rhymes. Like them going yeah. back and forth on the track right now would be insane. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to hear that. She can write too. She writes for a lot of other artists and stuff. So word, she's just caliber up here. Could you see yourself <laughs> working with her in Timberland? Yeah, absolutely. I think we could come up with some hits. I think so too. Who would you have featured on your album, if any, or are you just gonna go the Jay Z route, the J Cole route, and not no like features. yeah, no features? Who would I want to feature on my first album? Um. What? Oh, I thought you were trying to tell me somebody to say. I, I can't. Nothing. Nobody comes to my mind off the top of my head. But you said <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, who who am I gonna feature? Who do I want to feature on my my first album? You know, once I get to thinking about all these other people, I get to. I got a cat a catalog in my head of people that I absolutely adore. Um, but we'll just be like uh, political with that answer and just uh, yeah. leave it at that. I feel you because you never know. Yeah, you, you, never, you never know. know. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Um, no, but that's amazing. And I'm definitely looking forward for your next project to drop and your two movies. Those are going to be hits. I can tell you right now. The trailer for, um, for Price of Love. Wow. Thank you. How was working on that movie? How, and how is it memorizing all the scripts when you got to like learn all these other songs that you're recording and like and like rehearse these flows and bars and at the at the same time what facial expression you're going to be acting out the, that same afternoon? I try to just I'm one of those people who just try to be in the moment and focus on what's going on right now, presently. Like when you start thinking about all the other stuff you have to work on and you remember and stuff like that. That's when you get thrown off. Because mm. when I was shooting the movie, I was shooting two movies at one time. So I had to study both the lines, you know, at the sta- same time for both the movies. Um, but I, I feel wow. like I might have photographic memory or something. Because I actually have, like, a really easy time remembering lyrics and words and songs and scripts and stuff. It's kind of weird. Okay. That's dope. But That's I, perfect. These these characters that I had to play for these movies, however, they felt like me. It just felt like a different version of me, you know. So it wasn't that hard for me to tap into the character or be them. Um, one of the movies is pretty much about me, um, the life of Jasmine or whatever. My uncle molests me and, you know, all these crazy things. I killed my mom, whatever. What? Or my brother kills my mom, whatever. It's a deep story, so it's going to be, like, really big for Detroit. And I can't wait for everybody to see it. Okay, but what part of that... I'm I'm actually afraid to ask what part of that was based on a true story. Um, None of that was based on a true story as far as I go. Okay. But the movie... I'm Jasmine in the movie, Price Got of it. Love. So the movie is about the character jasmine so there's like a younger version of me and then there's me you know got it i'm a killer in the movie i'm a female (laughs) pimp you know i'm bossy so that's lit 
that's yeah, popping. It was crazy. That I, sounds like actually, it was your favorite role, was it? Yeah, I enjoyed killing people. Well, not <laughs> not that that's anything I do in real life. But <laughs> right, 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 right. Don't quote her I, on that. Yeah, please, Lord yeah. Jesus, I, I don't need the, them knocking on my door and thing. I just, <laughs> I just like really enjoyed being able to tap into these those emotions and release, you know, whatever anger or whatever it was I had. Just being a different character or whatever. So I enjoy acting and it's easy money. Word. That's popping. Yo, get them bags. Yeah. I could already see you like on the Academy Award, like red carpet. Thank you. <laughs> you got so are you excited about your Amazon Prime show? Like are there, is there gonna be more seasons? Is it over? Like what's going on with that? Um, I'm super excited about it. I think that's just the um the one movie she has. There's a book that's out with it. Right. But there's also going to be a documentary released, a female documentary released on Netflix by Angela Yee. She just put okay. it together that I'm in. So Oh, that's dope. Um, yeah, we'll be doing a follow-up interview soon. That's going to be really big. I think it's really important, you know, really important. How, and how'd you meet Angela Yee? I met her on Instagram, I think. I met her on Instagram, but she fell in love with... I met her through doing the documentary. I did the first nice. interview with her. And then, you know, she brought me to New York to New York to do the Breakfast Club interview. I did the uh, lip service interview with her. She took me out to eat. She got me drunk. I what? <laughs> oh, she took me to the next game and had me sit, sit in courtside. What? Yes. She, oh, she, she flew you out and everything. She, she showed. I was like... Tuh. Whoa! I had a great time. She Yo, shout out nice. to Angela Yee. <laughs> That's yeah, how you take care of a guest. Yeah, she's such a sweetheart. She really is. She's really genuine and supportive, and you know, yeah, that's my girl. Wow, that's amazing. That's so dope. And and for real, shout out to Angela Yee for that. That's mad dope. Yeah. Um, once everything opens up, are you gonna go back to casting calls? Are you gonna? Are you sending out headshots now for like future movie roles? I got to keep lining things up so that when the outside does open back up, there's already things set up for me. I don't want to be one of those people trying to scramble and put things together. Right. You know, but, and I'm going to leave the testing of the outdoors to everybody else first. I'm going to give it a couple of days just to see what happens when people exactly. step outside. <laughs> and then I'll go outside. <laughs> and then I'll be out there like, hey. You know, because everybody's going to be so excited. Everybody's going to literally pack out every club. Like, even now, seeing crowds on TV makes me cringe now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. even if I see somebody shaking hands in a movie, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to get us to be like, they're trying to program social distancing into our DNA. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing a good job. <laughs> I haven't left my house in like 25 days. I'm scared to go to the store. <laughs> Like this isn't this isn't good. Yo, it's mad crazy. Even ordering food now is like gets me mad paranoid. I ordered pizza the other day and I had on um I had on my like oven mitts to grab the box from the delivery guy. I had to like hand him like five bucks that I had in the mitt and I and I handed him and then I closed the door, I had to put the box down, open oh it up gosh. with the gloves, I took the, the round thing from the grill. And like I had to scoop out the pizza with that and put it on my stove. And then I had to like discard the box. Like I tried to not to yeah. no surface. I was like, yo, is this what life is right now? Like this shit yeah, is crazy. It's, it's crazy. You gotta throw the box away for sure though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and that's the quote of the day. We're going to end it with that. You got to throw the box away at the end of the day. Nah. <laughs> Nisha, I, I got to ask you. I know we went through an entire interview, and you're so amazing for that. Can you bless my Platano stands, the people listening and watching this podcast right now, uh, with a little acapella so they get a little taste of what's to come? So I could do a little something to start. Cool. <clears throat> um, I say a little candy. I'm gonna see that water. Ladies and gentlemen, Nisha Nishe. I'm not gonna do too much. She's not gonna do too much. I pray for the things that I cannot change. And the things that still remain And the time that I lost in vain I pray for these things in His name All the mistakes I have made I'm praying I won't go insane It's so personal, I'm emotional Help me let it Ladies and gentlemen, Nisha Nishe, thank you so much. Thank Damn. you, thank you.